Cult. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. You're here hanging out with us, which, I mean, is pretty much the best thing you can do on a Wednesday night. I would agree. Wednesdays are usually pretty lame. Yeah. Halfway through the week, which the week sucks anyway. So, yeah. Uh, Hey, Kyle, where'd you get that sick hat? I don't know. Where'd you get yours? I don't know. It's pretty sick and fly, isn't it? It is pretty dope. If you're going 40 in airwaves this weekend, you too can get a sick and fly hollow sky hat. So just let that just let that cook for a while. If you're on the fence about going. Here's your here's your selling point. Think about it. Think about it. Also, we've got a custom shirt made that we have not released to anyone yet because technically we haven't got it. In pure Hollow Sky fashion, we have a very limited uh, shirt for the conference. I only had 25 of them made. Haven't really said anything about it because, like I said, it's supposed to be delivered tomorrow. And if it's not, we will not be taking them. So... We're going to keep that on the DL until we actually have them in hand. But yeah, limited run, 25, 25 shirts that hopefully sell in Ohio. Because if they don't, then it just is weird. Ohio's not real anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, 14 airwaves this weekend. 8 Ohio. Be there, be square. We got... Special offer tickets for Saturday, twenty five bucks. Hashtag fourteen airwaves because for just Saturday. Hashtag fourteen airwaves because Big Brothers are watching. But yeah, twenty five bucks for Saturday if you just want to come to the uh, pod show, watch us all get down and do our thing. The fifty dollars kind of VIP thing where we get to kick it Friday. And kick it Sunday. So, yeah. Chasing, if you're in town, be going on all day. Stop and kick it for a minute. Hell yeah. Be cool to hang out. Be cool to hang out. Also, um, another positive note. You're still alive, Steve. Yeah. Not a zombie. I'm not a zombie. My alert went off, and I am pretty much just the same did that I grow, know of. Did you grow a cell phone between your legs? Did I? Did my dick turn into an iPhone? No, also did not. The 5G did not change it. Dang it. Same as always. Uh, yeah. Nothing new. Interesting. Sat there, sort of waited. Womp, womp. I had it in my hand, and I heard the alert go off, and I go, I'm like, either my heart's going to explode, or I'm going to tear Jordan's face off when I turn into a zombie, or nothing's going to happen. And I was, at that point, I was fine with all three uh, scenarios there. And nothing happened. Dang it. I know, I was ready. Jordan, yeah. Jordan, he's my work partner. Story. He's my work partner. This this dude ready for the zombie apocalypse. Thank you, Brother John. Brother John coming in hot. He is ready for the zombie apocalypse. So he was he was waiting. He's like, let's get it. 
sound, he was ready. He was wanting him to sound at like 10 o'clock in the morning. He's like, let's go. But then it happened and nothing interested. Oh, once I go to sleep, I'll never wake up again. I've already been taking naps. So uh, I think I have enough Coke dust and monster in my system that it's probably going to put up a pretty valiant fight against anything they try to put well, away. It just negates all, all terroristic activities inside yeah, your system. Governmental your terroristic activities. Yeah. I also want to say shout out to the little uh, gray alien looking shadow behind Kyle every time he moves his head. If you see it on his back wall there, don't like that. It is kind of creepy. Not a fan of that. So people listen to this on the podcast, you need to come and start kicking it on the YouTube so you can see this weird shit. But no, what is, uh, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about this uh, alert. Me and brother John had a really good conversation in the discord i like talking with people have different perspectives kind of picking their brains and just seeing where everybody stands um i don't know it's weird man i don't know so i saw that it could be uh a larger version of did you ever see the video that they can use your wi-fi to like basically make a 3d map of people inside objects. i have seen that so supposedly this may have been a larger version of that that's that's interesting but i mean see the thing the thing that stands here um in my brain like they can do that shit anyway why put an alert out? You know what I mean? Like, well, and supposedly um, it had more capabilities than just like mapping where people are within inside or inside buildings and what have you. Supposedly it has a, a way of interacting with people's brains, being able to implant, I guess, visuals into their brain, um, probably auditory things as well that's all word of mouth right like there's no yeah and i'm believe me it's not anything more far-fetched than anything we've ever heard so apparently they've been doing these fairly consistently regardless i know people in discord said they just did one in canada helen said they did one in the uk it's it's whatever it is it's probably fairly worldwide in uh first world countries maybe in all world countries i don't know so they've all done it rather recently yeah that is that's kind of strange in in the last year i think yeah that's kind of strange i also saw the why this was going on uh let me find the little article granted it's from twitter or x whatever the hell um they're kind of saying that the FCC emergency, FEMA emergency was kind of a like, not necessarily a false flag, but a distraction. Because at the same time, Elon Starlink launched these V2 mini satellites that are equipped with what he calls space lasers. Cool. So they can data transfer between satellites in the entire constellation of the satellites now. And they don't, they can completely bypass any ground stations. So if they were to become 
where they operated on their own. Kind of. They can just bypass anybody here on the ground trying to yeah, shut. So they the could camera. legitimately just do whatever they wanted at that point. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which that's, nobody that's really sound. talked and, about that. And it's got lasers on it, so. Yeah. Fuck lasers. All you gotta do is paint yourself blue. Hmm. True. We Not didn't have any blue hats. We didn't have any blue hats made. We do have a we do have a third color. We do have a third third color. This gray, like what color would you say? It's kind of like a like a smoky gray kind color. of. Uh it's pretty dope too. But yeah, with black lettering. I couldn't wear two hats at the same time. I guess I could. You could try. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, man. I'm I'm in the camp where if they're going to put this shit out, they're going to do it anyway. We all are on our cell phones 100% of the day. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Even my, yeah. like mine's on when I sleep. I use it as my alarm. Yeah. I want to pump shit into my brain. They're going to do it while I'm out. Yeah. I agree. I saw something else, too. I don't really know what it means, but there was a guy going on about a couple years back. They created these. I forget what they're called. They're like nanotubes or something like that. Oh, and I didn't see that. Yeah, where these na- basically nano particles, once you once they're hit with current, they start to form whatever they need to form. You know that. And in this case, it was kind of like they were creating their own wires, is is how they described it. Yeah, I saw that video. It is. It is bizarre. They just dump all this stuff into a. I don't know if it was in water or whatever it was. And then they hit it with the current and it started to form. It kind of looked like veins, honestly. Yeah. It looked like when you used to mess with that, like a toy they used to have back, back in the day, it was all, it was all the little metal shavings. And when you move the magnet underneath, they'd all go. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of similar to that. Uh, what's up everybody in the chat, birdie verge. I see you in there. What's up? Twiz, Outlaws in here. That's 60 people in. Hope everybody's having a good time, good week. Uh, I'm excited about 40 and Airwaves. Get to go and hang out with everybody. It's going to be a good time. It will be cool. In pure Hollow Sky fashion, we haven't actually chose what we're going to do our little pod on while we're there. So, flying by the seat of our pants. That's how we do. That's how we do. I mean, it's the only thing we know. I did see a pretty interesting story out of the Bermuda Triangle. Let's go. Yeah. We don't get enough weird shit out of the Bermuda Triangle. No, it's been a minute. And this is probably an old story. But I saw it and I was like, dude, this is dope. So apparently there was this uh, marine archaeologist by the name of Adrian Holloway. Adrian Hall's and guy. Facts. See? He repped it before he even knew it was a thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess they salvaged the ship. And in the helm of the ship, you know, the big, the big steering wheel, they found a secret compartment. And within this compartment, there was a scroll. And the scroll told of an ancient city buried deep within the Bermuda Triangle. And supposedly the civilization that lived there 
uses uh, powerful magnetic fields and luminescent fog to basically ward anyone off, especially unwelcome people. So reading this, because I, I guess this, I wish it would have gave more information on um, who left the the scroll, but apparently it was from like a secret guild of sailors from like the 1800s. Oh, that's dope. And so Adrian's like, well, we got to go check this out. So he puts together a dive team. They go diving for this thing. And his, in his final transmission, he spoke about seeing eerie lights coming from the depths. And then, poof, vanishes. Nope. Fuck the ocean. Just just straight up Bermuda Triangle. 101. Yeah. You're gone. Disappeared. Nobody ever heard from him again. We haven't done a Bermuda Triangle episode yet. No. We probably should. Yeah, we had, like... I remember that was, like, when, when I was young, that was one of the books, like, I definitely tried to check out from the library. Oh, yeah. I got Charles Burlitt's book on it back here couple of them actually uh but yeah i when i was like uh, there's that meme out there that said when i was young i always thought the bermuda triangle was going to be much more of a big deal than it is now that i'm older and i feel that in my soul uh, well, there's a lot of things man if you think about it like the book i borrowed from you um the men in black like they used to be so big and then all of a sudden it's like they their existence just dipped off. Yeah. And it's, and it's weird when you think about it, when it comes to a lot of these things, how they like wax and wane, you know, they just, they'll come in hot for a real long time and they just poof, they just disappear or one-off encounters, you know, it's just, it's super bizarre, super bizarre. Yeah, it almost it almost makes you wonder, kind of like I was touching on last week, if they were a part of the phenomenon or a part of the technology that's now it's almost obsolete. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they've re- they've advanced as we've advanced, and they just kind of replaced them. Like they just become became part of the mythos. They weren't like I don't know. I guess they were a diversion tactic to keep people from talking. The men in black. Yeah. Yeah. But now I I like that. I like that sentiment of you like assuming they evolved because in that book that I'm reading, it does speak on them in a way that reminds me of the mirror men that you hear Derek Hayes from uh, Monsters Among Us talk about, yeah. there are similarities there. And when I'm reading, when I was reading that book, that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, man, this sounds a lot like the Mirror Men. Because in the book, it, it reported, which is weird, but in the book, it reports that the men in black came in groups of three. I've always known them in groups of two. Yeah, that's strange. I guess I guess we just kind of get what we get, you know, like what the media puts out there and shit. That's true. 
Because I think a lot of what we base it around what people are willing to come forward and talk about. Yeah. Because the the one of the original stories of the Men in Black, like one of the first recorded accounts, uh, dude came out and told some of the story. Some of the story he took to his grave. He wouldn't tell anybody. He told it to a certain degree, and then was like, "Okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going any farther with this because I've, I know what they can do to me, and I'm not. I'm not trying to have that." I think it might also, again, kind of circling back around, might play into our connectivity via electronics and social media. You know, because back then in the '50s, and the '60s, and the '70s, everything was word of mouth. You saw something weird like that. What did you do? You went to the post office and you told the postmaster. You went to the bar and you told your friends. Or you went to the water cooler and you talked about it. They needed boots on the ground guys there to scare you and deter you from talking about it. That's now, because you even heard reports of the Men in Black up in up into the nineties. Yeah, which would predate the technology you're talking about. Now. They can pretty much, like, if they want to, if they really focused and they wanted to, they can pretty much monitor anything you put out on the internet. Yeah. Anything you put out there. I feel like if it was big enough, they would shut it down before you you even got a chance to get it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a... I don't know. weird i do like men in black stories though they're super cool give it and then it makes you wonder the uh sir no face situation because that dude got visited by two dudes now they didn't fit the normal men in black mo but they 100 percent had men in black vibes again i will plug that documentary series forever if you have not seen so good. the sir no face trilogy watch it watch it it's super good it's creepy the fourth is supposed to drop eventually i know chad Kalick was going through some uh issues but i'm hoping he's found his footing and he's feeling better and uh he can get that wrapped up soon because the shit that he was going through is it's weird. Had some real egressy vibes going on when we were going through our shit. Not that, not that they're tied together or they're similar, but like the experiences were kind of parallel. Like some of the stuff he was experiencing. And to some a degree, of the stuff yeah. Experiencing. Uh, it definitely reminded me of it kind of put me back in that mindset kind of kept me on that gave me that same kind of anxiety for him as we had when we were going through it absolutely i am i really do want to watch that last one i hope it comes out rather soon yeah he put out he put out something here not too long ago i think it's 72 minutes is what it's called and he talks about all of his uh, investigated investigations and all of his uh, documentaries and stuff. And it was 72 minutes of the most convincing evidence that he had of uh, 
either of the paranormal or of the afterlife or something like that. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I just want to hear a conclusion to No Face. No Face, man. Yeah, he said the fourth one was going to be it. I think I heard him in an interview. It would be fucking wild to have contacts like that, like Skyfall reaching out. Yeah. And just dropping fucking bombs. Yeah. Skyfall was apparently supposed to meet with him, this fourth one. They were supposed to actually meet up. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I also saw another video. I can't remember the dude, but uh, it looked like an older video. And he looked, I guess he was like a scientist. And he got a phone call to meet at this place. And so he goes and he walks. He's like, the building looks normal. And then I walk inside and there's like these shelves up top. And he has all these these bizarre um, inventions. Like fuel that comes from plants. And just all these just crazy inventions. And then he had, he's like, and then, but the, what I paid the most attention to was he also did mention like a Tesla coil like device that was a little bit different. It was more like it coned down more, but anyways, he's like, what I paid the most attention to was this, this graph in the, in the room. And it had just like waves on it, like this one single wave. And apparently it was time the way that we, we have lived it. So it was, a, it was a giant timeline, essentially. And he's like, it has, it had all these little ticks on it. All these little hash marks. And I'm, I can't, I don't know when the video was taken. I'm assuming after all these events. However, the guy witnessed it in the 80s. I think he said 84 is when he witnessed this graph. And he started paying more and more attention because it had 84 and then it went all the way to 2036, I believe it was 36 or 34. And on these little hash marks, it started telling who the presidents were going to be. He's like, he's like, I saw Reagan, Bush, Senior, Clinton, and then he's like, 2001, I see two little, like, stick things, powers, which would have ended up being, and he's like, and they were on fire, would have been 9-11. And then he said from, he's like, and then from this point on, from 2001 on, the world remains in war until 2034 or 36, which is when the world ends. <laughs> That's getting close. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. It, it was, it was cool video to watch. I need, I need to try to find like hunt down who it is when the video was recorded. I've seen it the whole nine. It's been a, it's been a long while ago. I think before yeah. we started the pod, the video is definitely old. You can tell, just by the the style of recording, the way the guy looks. I mean, you can tell it's from 
years back. Yeah. It was definitely uh, interesting, though. Chucky, what platform is Sir No Face on? I know it's on Amazon Prime, I believe. I think it's for purchase there. But um, definitely do that. I'm not going to say that it's on YouTube, but I think it's probably on YouTube. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. But it might not be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's Sir No Face is the first one. Sir No Face the Gray is the second one. And the last one is, I get it wrong every time. The Phantom Riders. Phantom Riders. I think that's it. And you you need to watch them in that order. Yeah, because I, I wanted, I always want to say Dark Passenger. But I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Phantom Riders. I almost watched Phantom Riders first. I actually purchased it, but I saw that it was a trilogy. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go back and watch the first one. And the way the story evolves, you have you to have to watch the first one. Because like, like many cases that we have uh, dug into ourselves, it starts out what you think is a ghost story. And it it goes off the rails. It off does. The rails. It really does. And it's like it's if they if they faked it, it has all the cool elements of a cool story. Like meeting the group that has the eye of Horus like visibly tattooed on them. I just don't think I don't the, think it's fake. I don't think it's fake at all. The way the Australian government played a part in it i don't think it's fake i don't think it's fake either they literally got I'm to the part where they hired this invest this paranormal investigation team to go to this supposedly haunted place this haunted site and go there and record evidence well they get some fucking evidence and then all of a sudden once they get this and start going public with it the government shuts them down yeah they're like oh shit we really got some stuff. It's super spoiler alert. It's super cool too. How close your ears. I, I love how Chad did it with the first Sir No Face. How he, dude. I mean, he essentially sells the whole thing as a ghost story. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you gotta watch. Right? It. Yeah, because that reveal at the end, once he makes the connection, you're like, "Fuck!" Oh shit! But it, it was. I don't know. Super cool. It was well done. Um, I'd love to talk to the dude. I've tried reaching out. Can't get a hold of him. I've reached out to him on Twitter, too. And I could uh, probably get a hold of him. I bet Avery would help us out. Yeah, he's been on her show. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, Avery's interview, Chiller Queen interview with Chad Kalick. He talks about um, some of the new things he's working on, which this was probably, what, six or eight months ago that it came out? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh if you want to get kind of uh, a precursor, go check out her episode. He uh, has a podcast too. Oh yeah, I think, I, I think it's called "In a Crowded Room." Yeah, like that. Yeah, but I I think he he got sick, or one of his family members got he sick. got sick. He got sick, and he kind of focused on himself for a while, which yeah. is what you what. Well, what he was in the hospital for a yeah. minute, and then he kind of semi alluded to. Whatever was going on in his life may or may not have had something to do with his health. Which, I mean, 
you get to the you get to the end of some of the shit he was dealing with and do the Australian homie. One. Oh yeah. Dude. You guys are just gonna have to watch bad for that. We could do we could do a whole episode on recapping what went on in those three documentaries, but it's worth a watch. It's it is if nothing else it will intrigue you enough to go through it. Um some other things that I saw that were weird. Oh, to touch on uh Nifty Nickel over here asking what happened with Eagerson Industries. Um, it disappeared just uh, the way that it started. Yeah. We got to a point where we fully felt like whoever was behind Egress wanted us to go like almost publicly head to head with another creator. They wanted us to basically put them on blast on our show and put it out there. And when we told them no, that's not what we're about. We have no interest in making any enemies in the podcast world. Uh, they reverted back to the very first messages they ever sent us. Oh. Like if it that was, was our was test, a, if that was our loyalty yeah. test, we failed it there. Yeah, it was almost like we chose our character the conversation. Over. Yeah, throughout the conversation with them, it was like they were slowly sinking claws into us. Yep. And that last one would have been the final clutch. And we were just like, no, we're good. We chose yeah, our character as Hollow Sky over loyalty to whatever was behind Egress. One, one avenue we didn't dive down very heavily that I think may have led us toward um, some probably more answers maybe maybe not different answers but is the original poster on reddit who posted up that they found the flyer was also the one that not only reached out to me but reached out to the podcaster that shall not be named kind of trying to get us to link up because I don't know if we were both actively looking into it at the time. The whole timeline is strange because we put out the end of the world um, <clears throat> flyers, dreams and the end of the world show in September and nothing, nothing started popping off until I believe January, the conversations that we had, nothing really, nothing really got going until January. Um, if you're referring to the agent John Smith, who was emailing us and shit, who cares? <laughs> it got to a point where I just asked for proof. What Egress told us from that number, the only way we know that we are in contact with Eagerst Industries is if it comes through that phone or they will have a badge. Yeah. And I said, if you want this to go any further, show us your badge. And they could not provide that. Well, they so, just avoided the the question altogether. Never yeah. even got a serious response out of it. So Because it was someone that wasn't involved. It was someone yeah. coattailing whatever Egress was. The, the weird thing was that they wanted us to drive to fucking Alabama or wherever the fuck it is in the by ourselves in the middle of the summer. Come down here. 
Bro, if you want to meet and greet, buy a goddamn ticket to 40 and airwaves. <laughs> yeah, it was it was GPS cords to Mississippi, I believe. Yeah, to the devil's crossroads, crossroads or the yeah. devil's taint, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. But now I lost my we get to talking about egress and it just takes over my brain because I'm just wanna wanted it so bad. But uh I did see a weird TikTok. This gal, uh she lives in Appalachia, so anyone that lives in Appalachia confirm this for me. Uh she, apparently her farm is haunted. She's been posting TikToks and whatever is on her farm in her farmhouse in the barn on the property was first mimicking her husband. Gross. Like she would see the silhouette, but it wouldn't be him because he'd be at work. Then she was walking out just doing a little follow-up. And she catches this voice out of the woods. It just says, hey, hey, like multiple times. It sounds human, but not human enough. If that makes sense. Gross. And apparently there is Appalachian lore that things in the woods will, not good things in the woods, will do this. Will yell, hey, to try to get people to, try to get people lured out in the woods. Again, I'm from Illinois, which is not Appalachia, so I need uh, some people to confirm this uh, hay phenomenon that goes on out with the hill folk. If any if any AIs hill folk are in here hanging with us today, we need to know. What are we looking at? Will we drop one in the drop? Drop what in the Discord? There twiz, twizzy. Tw- I don't like things that can mimic noises. No. You hear it a lot with, I mean, well, my exposure would have been the Wendigo. The Wendigo had this uncanny ability to mimic things. And now it seems like a lot of, I don't know if it's was just my lack of lore so to speak or it's like because i just seen somebody you know say big bigfoot can do it too so and i'm sure the skinwalker can too to varying degrees uh on that on that note twiz uh if i can get the tiktok compressed enough i'll post it in there if not i'll just uh share her profile or whatever you call it in tiktok (laughs) what else did i see um we may have a real balling ass interview coming up that i know has got kyle just chomping at the bit i'm excited i mentioned it on patreon did you yeah i was like i shouldn't be talking about it because usually you talk about it and it goes away, but I'm too excited to not talk about it. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's going to be cool if we can, if we can uh, set it up. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. Just going to leave it at that. That way when it drops, 
It's a bang. You're dropping so many fucking cool things tonight. Do what? Marcelo, appreciate the love. Oh, yeah. What's no, there's just people dropping cool little, um, th- like, Cherokee little Oh, people. yeah. I've heard about that. Uh, I've seen a couple of them. Appalachia's curse. I took a picture of one, too, about an experiment, experiment that they would like to us to look into. I'm always down for weird stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, also want to, I, w- I want to hear shit that I haven't fucking heard. I also want to shout out to uh, big homie Tony Merck, Merck the Jerk. Uh, he dropped a banger. Yeah. Banger of an episode on MH370. I'm going to try to finish it tomorrow. The the guy he interviewed, uh, I can't think of his name right off the rip, but he's doing, him and his group's doing tons of research. Tons. Tons of research. Everything from accessing satellite data to ocean currents and barnacle movements and, like, all this crazy, crazy in-depth detail into this missing plane. If you've got two and a half hours, give it a spin. And this is coming from a guy who don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I saw that pop up, and I'm like, all right. And uh, I'm about an hour in, and holy shit. I'll just, like, one, I'm not going to give it away because you guys need to go listen to it. One little tidbit um, that I either heard and forgot or never heard at all was the cell phones for the people that were on that plane was still receiving calls four days after that plane went missing. I'm not that far into it. Can't tell me. The phone is sitting at the bottom of the ocean and is still receiving calls. Still ringing through. It's weird. Marcelo, yeah, you're going to have to share that sometime. There is there is some there is some meat in the chat tonight. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's what I'm talking about, dude. I want to hear some fucking cool voodoo stuff. All 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 of it. I want to hear it all. Yeah, but definitely go check out Mark the Jerk. Yeah, it's it's like I said. I'm probably like. 35 minutes into it because I just I started on the way home on a whim. I was like, I'll check it out. And then I kind of got sucked into it and I'm like, I got home and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to stop. But you got to do adult things when you get home. So, yeah, that's good. It's good. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm I'm excited to finish it. I really Um. am. Let me think. What else we got going on? Ah, uh, Grim's in here. What up, Grim? Uh... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
I'm constantly looking at weird shit. This this whole emergency uh, alert kind of took over all social media the last few days. So it's kind of convoluted. Everybody forgot about the the Nazca mummies. That's kind of fell on fell on the wayside now. Um, Thanks, brother. Hell yeah. I appreciate you. He came to my aid the other day. That was funny. I I appreciate you on YouTube the other day. <laughs> when are people being impatient on YouTube because the audio got messed up? Oh, bro. I was, I woke up and we had like nine YouTube notifications. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Dude, this is the best. This is the best it's ever. This is the most oh, I know. interaction I've ever had on YouTube. I was excited too. And it was just people like, hey, no audio. Yeah. Hey, there's no audio. Hey, there's no audio. Hey, yeah. this has been up for three hours and there's no audio. I'm yeah. Like, well, he was like, sounds good over here on Patreon. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, my dude. Uh, so I got on there and posted like, yo, take a deep breath. When I get home from my job. I'll fix the audio. Shouldn't take long to fix. <laughs> and I got I got to fix pretty quick. You were supposed to fix it before you went to work, Kyle. I know, I know. You're when it when it posted at 12:01, you were supposed to be awake, <laughs> monitoring, fixing, yeah. posting. Well, you know. Dude, responsibilities, like, I guess. I guess I'm just I'm just I'm just not dedicated enough. <laughs> I'm like, it was a good show, but like, it wasn't no like Project Blue Beam or it wasn't no like Serpo, you know? Like, those were fucking bangers. (laughs) I don't know, man. I had fun with it. I get on there and it's notification, notification, notification. I'm like, yeah. My first thought was, we finally hit that algorithm. We finally hit it. No, not even close. No. Negative. Not even close. Yeah, actually, Virgil, I, uh, I I popped in for that live last night for a little bit. I lurked. I was a lurker. I didn't say nothing. But I watched. I, well, I watched as much as I could, and then I had to go to bed, because if not, today would have been miserable. And I'm not about that life. I'm not trying to absolutely drain myself. Be miserable. Sometimes we will, but... Not all the time. Grim the beanies drop at 40 and airwaves. Uh, we got a gray one too. They'll be available there first. Any leftover stock we will have, we will post onto the show or onto the website. Yep. Um, we've got a very limited shirt coming too. If it gets delivered, somebody waited to the last minute to order it. Me. So I got a rush, rush delivered. We'll see how it goes. Well, everything ended up being rush delivered. Yeah. Yeah. We are not good at time management. Well, it was more about time management. Well, it was more about like picking designs and, and stuff like that. Well, yeah. Because I, I wanted to do hoodies, but working out our design for that and kind of, you know, drives you nuts. And by, a bit, by the time you realize it, you're like, well, I can't. I can't do this now because if we fast track these, it's going to be, be way upside down. 
we're going to be way upside down. Uh, Vincent, yeah. What did that say? Great episode. Uh, four days over, Four days later, it was aired on live, or trying to air it on live TV, yeah. It was definitely a sin. I won't give it away any more than that, because... What was that? What got aired? Uh, the phone's calling through. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. The passengers. Gotcha. Um, man, I'm trying to think. What else we got going on? What other weird stuff? Uh, again, we're not sure what we're going to present at 14 Airwaves because we don't know. We got a rough idea. Yeah, we're going to wing it. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. I've got I think a we're really... both just going to write something and then pick who's is better. I've got a really, really, really crazy story that I'm thinking about doing that I just heard about. Like, it it brings in, I guess I shouldn't talk about it if we're going to do it. Teasing again. I know, I need to do the next Patreon episode because there is a group of entities, and I kind of tease it on the Patreon episode in there that I really want to know what the fuck <laughs> they are. And it's weird too, because I read and wrote that story, right? I tease it on Patreon and I'm like, this will be in the next batch when I get to doing that. And then a couple, I don't know if it's a day or two later, I get a message on Instagram of a dude describing something similar that he sees in the woods, but he wants our thoughts on it. And if I remember correctly, I'm not going to give names or intimate details, but I guess he's like a, he's a hardcore hunter, very serious two a guy. Doesn't bullshit with this stuff at all. I don't even, I don't even know if he believed in it at all, but he messages his buddy who, does believe in this shit. And he's like, man, what did I see? I was out there hunting and I saw what looked like a black bear standing on two legs. Only I know this wasn't a black bear because it was skinnier than a black bear. And it moved way faster than a black bear. That's awful. Yeah. And he said he, it was one, which is kind of weird. Cause I think on that, no, it was on the um, last episode we just put out where that guy basically saw the dog man and he backed away from it, but he faced it the entire time. Apparently this hunter did the same thing. He even switched the type of shells that were in his gun to pump out more damage if, if it came down to that. But he's like, the way this thing moved over down trees and just moved in general... There's no way it was a black bear. And when it was standing standing upright, he said it was about seven feet tall. It's a big black bear. Big one. Um, I've been running into some more weird uh, UFO encounters. Uh, I saw one 
I know you've heard us talk like when uh, Jeremiah from Bigfoot Society was on about these one-off encounters where people are seeing not only Sasquatch like in and around UFO sightings, but also essentially piloting crafts. Uh, there was a sighting from Brazil where people had a close encounter with a craft and they could see inside it. And inside the craft was not only a typical gray looking entity, but there was also a taller, they said about six or seven foot creature that looked like a sloth. It was hairy, had a flat face. It was like a Bigfoot. Oh, look, speak, speak of the society and they shall show. That's weird. weird. That is weird. Big homies in here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, did see another. You. Appreciate. Oh, no, wrong one. Where do you we still Bertie? appreciate you, Birdie. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you on the monster money, my my guy. Oh, yeah. Um, This is funny. Sounds more like a shack bear instead of a black bear. <laughs> but I'm Big sh- old bear. Um, but yeah, it was another essentially sasquatchian uh entity inside a ufo craft i love i love how they're just hanging out just ubering around the gray's like yo dude you need a lift i got you i saw another one from italy italy's got some weird ufo cases i think brazil's crazy italy's got some weird ones where um heard it too many ufo cases out of italy this craft landed two humanoid creatures get out full suits weird utility belts um weird boots but they said the faces were strange the faces were like pale and they could see hair behind it but they also had like hoods and masks on you could see through it it was like glass they also had these big guns. Yes. What they thought it was. Some sort of like ray exact gun. Hero. Looked like a super soaker, some kind of shit. The way it was drawn. Oh, yeah. The person witnessing it approached them and they shot him. They said it made the alien shot him? Yes. It made some sort of like light deflection, like essentially either flashed or sparkled but didn't do anything i hope it was like a giant sparkler it didn't do anything to the guy a sparkler flamethrower and then after that happened i guess after they tried to shoot him with the super soaker gun uh when it didn't do any damage they just left <laughs> like piss <laughs> bro how how shitty do you have to be to be able to fly your broke ass all the way across the universe to land here take this motherfucker over is what we're gonna do yeah yeah and you're like yo check this this gad out i'm gonna get this i'm gonna shoot <laughs> this guy from for stepping to me and you shoot like one of we've got to let's face it we got to be one of the weakest creatures in the universe twiz hit him with the sparkle gat <laughs> It does nothing. And they're like, oh, snap. We got to go. We got to get out of here. This dude's about to kick our ass. They're more resilient than we thought. 
I can just oh, imagine awesome. it. Them, them being in the spaceship, they're going to be like, Sarge, Sarge, we hit him with a sparkle gun. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Didn't even flinch. They're terrified now. What are we supposed to do? They're like, fuck this planet. Let's go. Yeah, we're out of here. Dude, that's <laughs> that's awesome. I want to hear more of those stories. <laughs> I need to find. Okay. I wish I would have saved the picture because the picture is money. Uh it's you know what I, I want. Carry on, Steve. Maybe you got you know, or people in the chat, or when this airs, I want to find uncanny valley encounters gross that's what i want to find i don't know why i was i was just kind of rooting around the other day and i didn't see a story for some reason it just popped in my head and i'm like you know what i want to hear some of those stories because they are gross they're disgusting but it's really hard to I'm not I'm not the best searcher, but it's hard to like look those things up because there's been what TV shows and and a bunch of other shit surrounding that that phrasing the uncanny valley that it's really hard to you know get to what you want to get to. It it makes you wonder why we are so ingrained with fear over Things that look so human to us, but not That's human. A good point. That's you know a good I mean? point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I found it. That's a good point. You found the picture of the sparkle gun. I found the drawing of the sparkle gun. Uh, here we go. This is the account that kind of a run rundown. Uh, this is an account known as the armed alien humanoids that were seen in. Vigenza, Italy in August 1951. The humanoids seemed very human-like and even carried what appeared to be stun guns that didn't seem to do much. These guys appear to be what Keel called human servants of the phenomenon. The faces of the beings were whitish in color and looked rather like those of monkeys. The eyes were round and the color or the eyes were round and colored azure blue. The arms appeared to be longer than those of humans, stretching down below the knees. Each of the being was carrying a weapon that looked something like a Tommy gun. They even had round magazines, and at one point, they raised it up and pointed at the witness. There was a flash, which was dazzling, but seemingly had no effect on the person. Bro, it was 100% a sparkle gun. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hit them with the sparkle gun. Yeah, my phone is busted for those that are looking, but yeah. That's what we have to look forward to. In you, need to you need to crop that and then just put. We, we need, need to, to put him, him on a sticker. Yes, and put. We need to hit him with a sparkle gun. Hit him with a sparkle gun. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. Get That'd him, Twiz. The, the best seller ever. Uh, yeah, but back to Uncounting Valley. Sorry. Um. Uh, people are talking about it in here. Let's take a little look. Uncanny Valley is the trans is just the transition from us being able to tell it's fake and it looking real, right? Uh, I think <sighs> basically, yeah, it's that point where something looks. Oh, either something looks so human that it's not human anymore 
where it's just not quite human enough. Yeah. Where it's just that feeling you get, like, when you're watching, you know, like, the animatronic robots and shit. You're like, damn, that looks like a person. Yeah. Talks like a person. Something about it is not a person. Yeah, but you know it's not a person. Yeah. That is a good question, though, an overall question. Why? What is ingrained in us that we do not like that? Some sort of... It makes... Like, if it's a fear tactic, if it's a tra- like a trauma response, what else was on the planet that resembled a human that caused such fear in our ancestors that we are ingrained to question and be afraid of things that are human-like. This gross. Sucks. Sucks. Maybe it was robots back then. Probably us from the future. Either way, it sucks. Can you imagine people from like 3,000 going back into the Stone Age and just terrorizing cavemen and shit? That's a good... A good point. In Phalor, they would steal babies and leave changelings. Which is gross. Yes. Which is terrible. Absolutely. I wonder if I'm a changeling. Probably. That actually answers a lot of questions <laughs> about myself. <laughs> I even want to try to pop the lines for a minute, see what's up, yeah. if anybody decides to call in or not. Talk to us, Hollow Cult. Tell us weird shit. Speak to us. Ask us weird questions, whatever. Whatever floats your guys' boats. I listened to Collins Elite for the fifth time today at work. It was so good. Damn. That was a banger. That's a lot. It was a banger. It's a super cool situation man like i i love hearing stories like that where they're just these secret groups that it's like remind you which i'd love to do a big in-depth episode on on the majestic 12 as well you know i would love to get somebody that was involved on the show well yeah obviously so do it okay i'll, <laughs> I'll get right on that that was yeah, easy. I, I just I just got to go through my Rolodex and pull their number up. It just take a second. We got a phone call. That was easy. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey. Yo. How you guys doing? Good. How about yourself? All right. Just uh, got a little too dark, but I was mowing my uh, my kid's school, and yeah, couldn't see anything, so decided to call it quits. Yeah. Don't blame you there. Yeah, um, I got I got a few uh, little lighthearted things for you. All right, let's go. So, all right, so this uh, this happened to me uh, about a month and a half ago, and I was uh, I worked for Parks, and I had to uh, work a concert where I just had to kind of open the gate for vehicles getting through for like six hours. It's pretty boring, just reading a book, just letting letting vehicles in. And um, I decided to go 
to the gas station and get some sour patch kids while I sit there. Um, and so I get my sour patch kids and while I'm in line getting my sour patch kids, I was actually thinking about your guys' episode about um what was it like the meat the meat brain? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about it and I was thinking, oh like what would be a really gross sour patch flavor? And I was like, oh, that's kind of like those bamboozled jelly beans. They're all gross. Um, but then I, I, while I was just waiting there, I was just randomly thinking, what would be the most, like, boring flavor that was just, like, nothing? I, I don't know why I'm was going here. And I was thinking probably the most boring flavor of candy would be water flavored. It's just tasteless, right? And so I get back. I sit in my lawn chair reading my book, letting cars in, and I'm eating them. And I pull one out. And it was clear, but it had the sugar on it. it. It was a different shape. And I ate it, and it tasted just like what I would imagine water uh, sour patch kids would taste like. You just became Neo. He's manifesting his own reality. Yeah. Yeah, the worst, yeah, worst special ability ever. <laughs> Could have manifested the winning Powerball ticket, but instead he's yeah. got water-flavored sour patch kids. Yeah, I can, I can turn things into water. <laughs> Totally, yeah, I just blew my one shot. That's what I got. Yeah, that's um, my luck right there. <laughs> and then the other, the other thing I wanted to say was like, um, this, this is a Bigfoot story, but this is like, this is not my story, but I love it so much. So a guy I work with, um, Jared, he, wow, what, what was that video that was really, is it Gimlet Tape or what is it called? Or that they're really popular from the 80s or whatever. The, the OG like Sasquatch oh, kind of posed yeah. video. Uh, the Gimlin uh, film. Yeah, okay, that okay, that's right. Yeah, when so he was like seven when that came out, and he was at his grandparents' house for like the month, and they lived in a trailer, and it was in Washington in the woods area, and you know he saw that and he's just like, oh, this is you know Bigfoot's real. Oh my gosh, you know he's just seven, and. You know, he heard he heard the uncles and them talking about, yeah, you know, apparently they're in Washington. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm in Washington. And he was 100% convinced Bigfoot was going to get him. And so his, his ingenious plan was he, before he went to bed, he would, like, get all of his leftovers and hide it. And he threw it out the window of, of his bedroom. And then that way, when Bigfoot came, instead of grabbing him he would grab the, uh, all the treats that he threw out there, the offerings for Bigfoot. And, you know, like night one, nothing, night two. And after a while, he, he, he could just, he, he like, oh, I, I could hear Bigfoot out there, you know, every, it must be working. And it was getting more and more wild out there, like night after night. And he was just adding more food. And then his grandpa kind of, you know, went around and was like, what the hell, Jared? And apparently all the food was like molding, but it was like, calling in all the critters of the night, you know, raccoons, possums, having a feast out there. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the whole thought, yeah, that was his Bigfoot story, but that got me laughing. That is awesome. Bro out here trying his best to yeah. deter Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Attract every other creature in the wilderness instead. <laughs> yeah, Fucking bears and shit. But, um, yeah, and then at some point, I, I mean, this, I think it'd be too long for, like, a night shift, but uh, I've actually been writing this all down, because sometimes when I start talking, I jump all over the place, but um, I have called a few times. I, I'll just give, like, kind of a 
quick summary and then maybe at some point we could try to do a full thing but i mean i've called a few times kind of like a lot about like sleep paralysis and like dreams and all that kind of stuff and and actually last time i talked you know you one of you guys asked me is like oh have you ever done astral travel i was like yeah when i was a kid but not, not so much now it almost feels like it but since then it's like dude I, i've been on like full attack it's almost like a almost to like a haunting extent of like leaving my body i mean like steam shaped at night like figures all around and it's it's like man like i'm finally kind of out of it but um i've been um dude i, I was like losing sleep i was getting angry fighting with my family like my kids it was, it was wild and actually and had a really good uh vicky joyce she's like she wrote a book on sleep paralysis. She knows more than anything. And I actually just messaged her on Instagram and she's helped me tremendously. And I was able to like, I haven't had it in like uh, three weeks, which is, it, it was like multiple times every night. But, um, but yeah, at some point, if you guys want to go down to like <laughs> some of the stuff I saw and experiences and it, it, it seriously, it was wild. It was, it was, yeah. It, when you were talking about the haunting episode, it was more like, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, um, it, it, it was almost like that. It, it was it was really crazy. So, oh yeah, we'll definitely have to set something up. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah. And like, when I was sending this stuff to Vicky, um, like some of the symbols and stuff, she was like, "Yeah, do do you know what this is?" I'm like, "No." And she was like, "It, it was like it was like stuff like." symbol of saturn like i was seeing like spirals and hexagons and stuff it, dude it was it was weird man so it's it's so. so weird that you bring that up because on the episode that i might do a 40 in now now you guys are gonna get teasers right so it has a lot to do with time and time yeah. not not being uh what we think it is and how it can be easily manipulated and how it plays a bigger role in the phenomenon than we know. But when they're doing these, when they're doing these experiments, uh, one thing that keeps standing out is that people that are part of this experiment keep seeing symbols, the same symbols, and they'll bring people in from different areas and they'll see the same symbols when they're in these experiments. And that just like, as soon as you said that, I was like, holy shit, like that's weird. Cause if you think about, I'll have to look into it. I don't know if they specified it in the research that I was doing, but whatever they are, they were constant and people were seeing them over and over and over again. Yeah. If, you think of, if it's like, Oh, sorry, go on. No, you're good. You're good. No, but yeah, if it's it has to do with like hexagons or spirals, like I saw a lot of that, and like there'd be times when like I'd see a spiral shape and it'd feel like my 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 body was going down in a spiral. Um, yeah, it was weird, and man, and and I I still get them a little bit, but they're not scary anymore, and I can get myself out of it. And I, you know, and I guess like part of like if I do chat with you guys longer, it's kind of like stuff that helped me just in case someone else kind of experiences because dude I, I was like lost man I, I was losing it yeah we'll we'll have to go into it once if i get this episode wrote out either i'm gonna do it at 40 and or i'm gonna do an episode on it or i might do both because i do whatever the fuck i want uh once we get that out there we'll have to talk because um 
the more I look into it, the more I feel like time could essentially almost play a bigger part in the phenomenon as consciousness does. I feel like they're all connected. They're all, they're all similar wavelengths, I guess, because then if you step back and you think about, um, how time plays a part in the phenomenon, like you have time slips, you have people from the past coming to the future, people from the future coming to the past. You have people when they have near death experiences, they sit there and they witness their entire lives played out in in front of them. Some people see things happening in their lives that haven't happened yet. And they go on to live it. Deja vu. Um, The more you look into it, the more you're like, man, either time is super easily manipulated by whatever this phenomena is, or it plays a gigantic part in whatever this phenomena is. So when I hear these, when we get these little puzzle pieces, like with the symbols, if I look into it and I can find it and the symbols are similar, we might, we might be onto something here. Yeah, and, and maybe and I wonder if there's anything to do with like vibrations because that that's a big part of it too. Like, I can feel and hear vibrations when it's happening. Like, um, and I don't know if that's kind of related, but I mean that also got me thinking too when people talk about when they see an air, you know, uh, UFO or whatever. Like a lot of times if they hear it, it's just like a humming, like a vibration, and it's almost like maybe that's how something like that is propels itself is like vibrations. Yeah, I mean, it it could very well be. And these in these experiments that were going on, some of the first, I'm just gonna give it all away because now I got now you got me talking about it. I'm getting excited. Some of the first, uh, the first symptoms, I guess, people were experiencing when involved almost seemed vibrational. They would get dizzy they would get migraines they would get lightheaded um they would have this innate terror about them they called it they they got so bad and it was so constant across the board they just started referring to it as the fear whenever they were in this experiment whenever it was going on he said the first thing you notice is the fear and um which sounds similar to uh sleep paralysis all these things are yeah similar there and i it's a weird case i haven't heard very many people talk about it um i'm gonna dive into it one way or the other and share it that way at least people can get a taste of it and look into it themselves but yeah time yeah i don't trust it yeah that's interesting yeah and the fear thing too like I've woke up a few times with like just fear, but don't know why. And I, I did call a long time ago, but I saw, like, I felt this fear and I like dread and I was like, what's going on? And I looked and I like had the urge to look out my window and I just saw like, I, for, I don't know how long I was looking at it, but it was just like a, like a strobe light in my, in the woods in my backyard, just like randomly flickering. I was like, what is that? So I don't know. There's, there's just like, a, even when you said that, it reminded me of just the fear. Like there's just, all of this, like the first feeling is fear and then you'll feel, you know, vibrations or sleep paralysis or what. So. Yeah. Like I, like I said, we've got 
we're constantly picking up the puzzle pieces except that we don't know where they go we don't know how many puzzle pieces there are we don't know what the picture looks like and we're just trying to find ones that stick together to find an answer to whatever in the hell is going on out here but yeah we'll definitely have to talk for sure man all right well i always enjoy your guys podcast uh have a good night thanks you as well man stay safe Sorry, I went out on a tangent there, kind of interrupted our caller, but once my brain gets going. What do you think the fear is they reference? You think it's an actual entity or is it? Um, I don't know if it's like people were saying in the chat, maybe it's a vibrational thing that gets into us and causes it. Maybe it's uh, the deeper you get into it, they they that comes into play because they 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 encounter an entity across the board they give it a name it's it's weird i'm excited to hear it weird i'm excited and terrified at the same time because of just certain things that i've gone through and it's weird it's it's weird you dig around and um you have a lot of situations and entities and whatever else is out there that seem to evoke these things on people. This lightheadedness, this like all these symptoms. You have these these symptoms across the board that are reported in so many different situations. And I don't understand what the link is. Like what what and how causes these circumstances to manifest, you know, because to our knowledge, Bigfoot would seemingly be different than Mr. Gray alien, who's seemingly different than the skinwalker, who's seemingly different than this. And yet, you know, or you have the hat man that, that weaves in and out of that. And that, but you still have the, these same manifesting symptoms across different genres, so to speak. And it's, what is that? Why is that happening? Is it all inside our, you know, is it our, the way that we're mentally trying to comprehend what's happening to us or is it, is there something more to it? That's what I was going to say. Maybe, maybe it's all one entity, but it's just presenting itself to everybody differently or it's how we come like you said how we comprehend what we're seeing how we're uh, attempting to make sense in our brain of what we're experiencing it could all be one thing yeah it's it's uh it's weird to understand that concept too like uh what would you call that almost like the uh i can't think i'm having a brain fart right now but it's like the way we're how we can't perceive a, a, a fourth or fifth dimensional being, you know, and I was thinking about that the other day and I'm like, Oh, so essentially for my, at least for my dumb brain, it is equatable to the way a stuck fly in your car tries to fly this direction, but it hits glass and it just keeps hitting the glass. Cause it's like, why 
is there a barrier here? I see this guy over this way. I just cannot get to it. Why can I? And they just keep and they don't stop. Yeah, they just don't have the ability to comprehend. Right. They and don't. It's just like, wow. I mean, that's kind of a really dumb way of explaining that. Yeah, you like they they don't have they don't even have the beginnings of understanding what a car is. Right, right. And they're trapped inside of it. Yeah, and they have no yeah. They have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> when you think about it in human terms, that's terrifying. It's uh, terrifying yeah. that there's shit out there that we cannot comprehend. Yeah. Just think of the implications of that. All of the greatest human minds in the history of humanity there is stuff out there that we cannot comprehend can't even begin to put a thought to it right like and you wouldn't even know it if you're stuck in it (laughs) yeah like what which is it's bizarre to like it's bizarre to try to wrap your brain around that that you wouldn't like you you wouldn't even recognize it because that is it's you can't. You can't recognize it. It's impossible. Oh, I did see a f- fucked up science thing, right? Um, well, usually science people are doing fucked up things. Uh, so the James Webb Telescope was pointed toward the Orion... Um, the Orion... Whatever the fuck. And it started to pick up these jupiter size. Planets, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. They picked up, it picked up 80 of them. They have no star that they're orbiting around. They're just free floating, which essentially is not something that's very common. But they're also free floating in pairs, Okay. Which I guess is even less common. It's so weird that they don't even have like a term for it. These, whatever these are, planets essentially are behaving in a way that they've never seen before. So they're wondering why, wondering why they, they are not in the gravitational pull of any other uh, star. Hold this that thought, Steve. Copy. Phone call. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, Kyle. It's Kyle. What's up? Not much. I'll give y'all a quick one. Let's go. Uh, Sounds good. So, I don't, I, I've, I've broken down as a fever dream. That's how I try to justify it to myself. But it's almost like the sleep paralysis type of thing. Laying down in bed, middle of the night, wake up, and I feel like I'm being scratched everywhere. And then you open your eyes, and all I see is red and scratch, and I can't. That's all I see. That's and then you blink your eyes and open them, and you blink your eyes and you open them, trying to think like, oh, maybe I'm just... Like try, you know, I adjust my eyes because it's dark in the room, middle of the night, and all I see just red everywhere, scratch marks. 
wild. That is weird. When you when you wake up the next morning, are the scratch marks visible? There's no 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 nothing physical. It's just the feeling. But like feel the feeling of it, and then you open your eye like because I was asleep and I open my eyes. I feel and then I open my eyes. And when I open my eyes, I see just red, you know. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. Crazy. That would freak me out. Only be able to Very see a strange. color. I'm the same. I call them at the one that with the the little skinwalker wolfman that stared through my window as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gross. And nothing ever happened since then. But this happened at the new house that I live in now. That happened. There's one more that's very strange. And this is the one that made me ask my mom and dad and my sister, like, do you believe in good and evil? Because I was very worried. I woke up like that, the the scratch marks and all that happened. And one morning I woke up and I saw you know, it's like three in the morning, so I don't middle of the night. And there is symbols across the top of my door that leads into my bedroom, you know, across the top of the door frame. Yeah. And they were like, uh, I don't know how you explain it other than like Egyptian kind of weird. There's four of them. That's I wish weird. I would have drove. I wish I would have drawn them the next morning. Cause I could almost see them in my head, but I was scared to, <laughs> to put it on paper He's like, I don't know about that but the next morning I remember I texted my mom and my sister and a couple days I was like do you believe in good evil because I don't know what happened last night but I'm really worried about it it is weird it makes you wonder what the symbols were oh, that's what I'm thinking I'm like, I don't know they were out. very weird you know, like just symbols and like you would think like Egyptian like hieroglyphic kind of symbols and there was four of them though that went right across the, the top of the door frame. And there's I don't know if it couldn't come in the door. I don't know. Man, yeah, that's that is so, so weird. Yeah, because you'd like without it's without knowledge stuff, right? of what they are, I mean it could be something trying to communicate to you. It could be far more sinister. I like uh, I mean, said, stuff, yeah. Could it be a could it be opening a portal or a doorway? Oh, that's great. That's not cool. No, 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 don't put that on me, Steve. Yeah, copy that. Scratch <laughs> that. Come on, come on. Like I'll be on my side. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't another, want that. another thing that popped into my head was uh the Roswell crash. What they see on the side of the debris. Things that they thought were yeah, yeah, hieroglyphics. Uh, yeah. My my parents worked at the uh Monahan White Sands, the where they did the uh, the missile testing and all that stuff around there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. Kind of putting you know. in the camp for this kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That is weird. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to be searching. Yeah, up like the whole, like, the wake up, like, with the scratch marks and feeling, I mean, scratch, and I see it's red. Like, that to the, me feels the, the like symbols on top of the door frame and I, it's just been that weird stuff yeah the scratching and that feels poltergeisty or maybe some like sort of yeah. oppression 
like an object. Yeah. yeah. This symbols is fucking. That's that's weird, and it's weird that like, like I, said, I, I wanted to draw. Like I text my mom the next day, and I text my sister, and a couple, I think, a couple other people. But it's like I wanted to draw them because I could almost see them like they're almost oh, burning. That would have been head. awesome. I wanted, to, I wanted to draw them, but I was scared if I put them on paper, then what am I? Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah, because that would yeah. that would have been a send, kicker. Send me, send me weird shit. Yeah, that that would have been a kicker if it if it wanted you to write them down to get what it wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. I, don't I didn't know. think about yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm yeah. gonna be I, deep I put it in the chat. I had a couple stories, and they said, well, "Call in." <laughs> Good. Right. I'm glad you Nobody's did. Calling. Yeah, absolutely. Not glad that you experienced it, but I am glad. No, yeah. I mean, I've been. Yeah, and like I like I said in the beginning when before I started, I kind of I talked about like a fever dream. Maybe I was just kind of sick. And, like, I mean, that's, that, but, yeah, no. that's that. You know, that's yeah. why I, I mean, like that's how yeah. I try to make myself feel good about it. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely 100 percent what it was. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. You wake up at three thirty in the morning, and you see something dark that's darker than dark standing above you. It's like, uh, yeah, it's a fever dream. Yeah, yeah I'm hallucinating. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's how I try to deal with it, right? Oh yeah, which you know, uh, if you if you really like mentally visualize that, it's actually hilarious. The fact that someone can oh, see. Uh, darker than dark being standing above them, and you just look at it and go, "Yep, fuck this." Throw the cover <laughs> over your head, and you go right back to sleep. Nope, done. Done skis. I'm out. Yeah, I, I grew. I grew up. Good practice as a kid with the damn coyote man looking through my window. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've got good practice in that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's all I had. Is just this couple, yeah. You know, couple quick ones to keep the show rolling well man we appreciate you calling in and sharing that yeah with us. I, mean, I wish i could make it out for the Freudian airways and the pancake breakfast on sunday but work calls i hear you man i hear, I hear you, you. Yeah. we'll be we'll be around to some other conventions we might not be setting up but we'll probably be out walking around we're probably gonna try to hit crypticon again and look at some of the other things that come up if we can get the time off, we're gonna to try to make some rounds. So hopefully we run into awesome. some people that couldn't make it out to forty and get awesome, to kick awesome, it. Awesome guys. Yeah, I'll keep it weird and if anything strange happens, I'll be sure you're the first to know. Awesome. We appreciate that. <laughs> Stay safe, <laughs> All right, brother. All right, Kyle. Later. Keep it weird, guys. You too, brother. See ya. Yeah, fuck that simple shit. Why is it that, like, as soon as I start looking into that and hear about that, now everybody's like, oh, hell yeah. We're seeing symbols, too. I don't know, dude. Like, like it's so... We've never, we've never had a call about that. No. At all. It's so weird. It's super strange. It's gross. But while like, we're waiting... Are they trying to tell us something? Are they trying to get us to? Oh man! Like, bro, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. 
I was actually re- like reversing back to your planets out there. Oh yeah. I I don't know where I was going with it. It's just that they never seen them before doing what they were doing, so it caught everybody off guard. So there's all Is it possible well, that they they keep each other in check with their gravitational pulls? I don't know. I mean, I'm I don't a, know. I'm, I'm not, not a star scientist. scientist. Uh-oh. Here comes the, the old is friend. It, is it the Knights Twistery? I think so. Hey, welcome to the Night Shift. What's going on? Yo. Well, well, since you're talking symbols, I guess I guess now would be an appropriate time to bring up what we were talking about. I see. Oh, Twiz has been waiting. Unless you're going to do an episode, and then I can pivot. We, I, I don't know. It's a little true crimey for our normal stuff, but me and Kyle did talk about it a little bit. Uh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So let's roll with it. Let's let's talk about it for a little bit here. So in I think 2017, it was national news. So a lot of a lot of people probably heard about it. Two little girls were killed in Delphi, Indiana. It's a little southern town in uh, southern Indiana. And they had they had supposedly video of the suspect walking across this bridge and had um, voice recording that the girls had pulled out their phones and recorded. And then all of us, it just like the whole case went cold. That's all they had. Like they would come out with sketches and the sketches would be different from each different sketch there was like three different sketches floating out there and none of the three look at like the same dude well it's going to trial because i want to say last year they t- tied a guy to it and he's been sitting in jail ever since and it's supposedly progressing well the defense uh, had to have been a week or two, maybe even three weeks now, came out and said that the prosecution was hiding a uh, theory that the girls were uh, ritually sacrificed by a group called the Odins, the Odinists. And I don't know anything about the Odinists uh, other than, you know, what's on the internet and some white supremacy groups have been tied to said group. So I'm sure there's two different groups, but speaking of runes, that was discussed in the discovery that they brought to a Purdue professor and who knew about runes and basically said, yeah, this could be related. Well, now 
the defense has issued a discovery uh, demand that the prosecution turn all over all the evidence that they have by what is this, this October. So it'd be November 1st because supposedly the prosecution has been sitting on this the whole time and didn't want it to come out. And now that it's coming out, it's starting to garner attention again, of course. So yeah, Kyle and I have kind of been lightly discussing it in discord and just kind of odd that, you know, that they, if they have been hiding this information or evidence that they supposedly have on it, because I mean, this, this case is already so gruesome and so terrible as it is. You, you've really got to tiptoe around everything you say. Because you don't want to be disrespectful. Two little girls lost their lives. And that's one of the most terrible things that can happen in our world. Especially if you're a father. And, you know, that being said, with the things that we look into, you know, it's it's a wild, a wild rabbit hole to go down. So... How much have you guys heard about this where you are? Because I know how much it's been talked about here in Indiana. Um, I follow that case very closely. As I've stated before, um, I am very uh, entwined in the true crime world. Uh, it's, I like to learn about it. I like to learn about cases. I like to learn about the psychology. Um, it's always kind of been, a th- uh, I know it's kind of morbid and sick, but kind of a hobby to study in on that. So I followed that case because it was so horrific. Like the two, like 14 year old girls being murdered is, is the absolute worst. And I thought that it was going to be quick, open, closed. You know, they went missing. They ended up finding them, I think, the next day. So I'm like, they're going to they're gonna get whoever this is. And as time went on, um, it just kept getting colder, I guess and colder and I would hear in groups and rumblings on Reddit and whatnot. So you have to take this all with a grain of salt because armchair detectives in Reddit are the worst. The fucking agreed. Agreed. But right off the rip toward the end of 2017, there were people coming out saying that, okay, things that, things that didn't stand off, first right you have you have this small town murder you have who they assume is the perpetrator on cell phone video you have video of your primary suspect you have audio of your primary suspect 
and you still can't catch this guy? Nothing. Then, then come to find out, the dude lived in Delphi and worked at the fucking CVS for the next five years. Yep. You're you're telling me that you couldn't make this move and arrest this guy? Like the whole the whole world was dialed in on this case. And you have that information and you let him continue to be out there. That a sus. Two, you hear you started to hear rumblings before before Richard Allen's name was ever tossed into the into the pot. You heard rumblings that the FBI was called in because it was some there was some sort of ritualistic staging of these two girls' bodies, which immediately changes everything about the case because it goes from just yeah, and literally, literally none of that, none of that was released here until two weeks ago. Yeah, you we heard all, right, like, all the stuff you guys are hearing that was not not on the news or in the news at all here. So I'm not a true crime person because I don't like seeing the worst of humanity. However, educate me here. Why does their bodies being poised in a ritualistic manner change the game why does that change anything because it goes from uh as disgusting as it is a regular child killer to a ritualistic runes on and around i i'm not gonna pin myself down here because i've heard things and i can't uh i can uh pin them down to know if they're true or not. I'll just, so I'll just dance around it, but runes were involved and that puts a totally different spin on what the killings were about. And not only that, but the whole city and the whole cops that did know just immediately disregarded it because they have come, they did come out and say on the news that no one in law enforcement believes that this has anything to do with ritualistic sacrifice. That's the only comment they have made about this whole thing. And it's just, and essentially it takes it from, (laughs) it takes it from some shitty creep walking around in a park, sees these two girls, reacts to them, takes them, kill them, to a planned group of people planning these murders, setting out to do so. They just happened upon these two little girls, or they lured them out into the forest. You You heard rumblings of the text messages with these other two creeps that they arrested that were like, looking into like talking to all these little girls and shit, um, planning on getting them out there and murdering them for a ritualistic person or purpose. I feel like when it comes to something of that nature, they have to bring in the bigger guns. 
you know, like Delphi Police Department, could they could they handle some creep killing Absolutely these little not. girls? You know, I don't you don't even gotta finish that sentence and you know it as well as I do because I'm standing right next to you from two twenty seventeen till now. They were sitting on that dude for five years. Are you are seriously? They have proven they are not capable. Yep. Without a doubt, they have proven that. So yes, other outside eyes need to. And let me just say, either way of what happened, heads need to roll. Yeah. This is this is unacceptable. Two little girls lost their lives in 2017, and at the very worst, you've watched this guy in your town for another five years before you arrested him. Yeah. What What is that? <laughs> no, I, you know, I completely yeah. understand that aspect. Of it. I just, uh, my my brain doesn't comprehend. I think ritualistic murder falls into like a serial mo if you've got some creeper some some 50 year old dad that lives in delphi that just like people don't just decide to go out and murder two girls like that's there's an escal an escalation to that you know so either if richard allen is the perpetrator he's probably done some pretty shitty things before this but if he isn't then the ritualistic aspect bring like a a massive uh a massive forethought like premeditation to the case that isn't there if it was just some creepy dad from school that did this the entire basis of the entire basis of a ritual it's 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 completely different from a from a passion killing a passion killing you're in the heat of the moment and adrenaline is running ritual is you've got robes on and you're doing some wild shit to a wild god right but who's asking for ritual sacrifice that's what i'm saying like it the, the context is irrelevant in my opinion the context is that a shitty person did something really fucking bad to somebody. So why is it, why does it get treated different when it has ritual involved in it now? And it, it, to me, I still don't comprehend the uh, premeditation to it because there's other cases across the board that premeditation definitely fucking happens. Um, you get sick of your wife cheating on you and you think about it and you think about it and you think about it and then you take, you, you, you do something bad. Um, now the, what I can understand if you did call in big guns, so to speak, two separate reasons, not saying that they're credible or not. Maybe the FBI is more familiar with ritualistic killings. So therefore they are going to know next target, so to speak, or, you know what I mean? They, they understand the ritual aspect to it. They understand maybe the lore behind um, what these guys believe in. So they're going to know another target. They're going to know the next move or 
are they afraid what they're doing has a significant power? Oh, yeah, I didn't think I didn't look at it that way. I feel like the FBI is brought in on these ritualized, uh, ritualistic stagings and murders because it's a very serialistic type of scene. Like that, so much- it, would, it would come down to that they have probably a better knowledge in, like I was saying earlier, about uh, like understanding the killer, so to speak. And, and yeah. maybe if that killer had walked, you know, wasn't captured in the beginning. Okay, well, we need people to figure out the next move. Yeah. Like, because this guy, obviously, odds are, if it takes place this time, it's probably going to happen. There you again. go. I would have been all in. That. Yeah, I would have been all in if the girls were still missing and the FBI came in. Because you got two children. Oh, absolutely. I fucking call everybody in. Call the fucking yeah. military in for all I give a shit. Find but them kids. The fact that they had that they found the girls' bodies the next day or or whenever, and they still called the FBI in. That's that people Unfortunately, people are murdered all the time. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the FBI isn't isn't called in. Children are yeah. murdered all the time. Yeah. Something at that crime scene had to spark the local police department so much that they're like, holy shit. We're out of our league. We don't know what to do. Well, this is where I'm at. Okay, so it's to me, it's either complete incompetence, which unfortunately in the world we live in, we know all too well how prevalent that is in any, let alone in in a police department, but in any type of situation like that. Or they, how early did they know they were out of their depth? And still did nothing because it's a small town. It's not because because it's a religious. I mean, small towns are usually very God fearing and religious, and go to church every Sunday. And you live out in the hills like that, and hear somebody somebody ritualistically killed these girls and the cops aren't doing anything about it in their eyes. Cause if we're feeling this way as removed as we are from the story, imagine how powerful a passion is burning in Delphi. Oh yeah. You know, I'm sure, that, but the same, the same thing can be equated to the, and I, I'm not going to mention the first phrase here, but to the mass shootings, how many how many departments, be it FBI, be it local police departments, got warnings about said individuals months prior to these events taking place, and they just fucking straight up ignored it or allowed it to happen? In in the business that we're in, gentlemen, it's it's hard not to drive down that rabbit hole. Oh, absolutely because absolutely there's got to be a purpose there's got to be a reason i 100 percent agree it can't just be it just can't be across the board 100 percent incompetence it can't it statistically can't 
I agree 100. That's a numbers game. I I, I absolutely agree. And it's it's terrible. It, it needs to. It definitely needs to come to an end. One hundred percent. Every 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 case. And I understand that there are a lot of people in this country in this world, but everybody's life matters to somebody. So when a threat happens, they all need to be taken seriously. Regardless, it shouldn't be just waved off like it happens more times than not, you know? And if are so with in this case in particular, they, in, in regard to the suspect, did they have evidence before the killings happened? Like this dude was a nut job or did the, the tragedy happen? And then they got evidence on this guy. Tragedy. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at me getting ready to just jump. Yo, you, just, just after it, Kyle. Yeah, who, who knows? Right. But in our perception, it was after. Right. And Which doesn't Kyle necessarily mean anything, but because they 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 could have, like Steve was saying earlier, the dude could have had a history and should have fucking been somebody they've been watched. You know, he should have been watched, or he should have been dealt with previously. And then to answer somebody else in the chat, I don't I don't buy the whole like the ritualistic means that there's more than one. I I've 100% believe there could be one dude who gets balls deep in whatever lore is out there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fucking matter. It could be Satanism. It could be any that you want to delve into and they could ritualistically do these things. Maybe not in, in this case in particular, I don't know all the details in and out. But I, I 100% believe that one person can. Oh yeah, like take a this mantle. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. But and I think then, the ritualism the atrocities. That yeah, people the ritualism do. leans toward serial, which is out of Delphi's departments. Like I said, I know I, I 100% understand that aspect of, like, listen, we don't know how to deal with this. We need people to help point to help go in a direction because this guy's obviously not most likely can't say obviously most likely not going to stop with this one. And for, I mean, you think about it on a psychotic level, if, if the guy ritualistically does something and it, let's say yields results for him, well, there's a motive to go do it again, or let's say it it yields no results for him. There's also a motive to go do it again. And um, what else was I going to say? Uh, I don't remember, man. It's just... You're out of your fucking element, Donnie. Yeah. Either way. Really? <laughs> either way. I, it just, it's, there's no, there's no rational explanation for that much time to have passed. Either way. No, no, you, the, you no. The negligence yeah. of letting a child murderer hang out in the town that these girls lived in, went to school in. He is beyond fucked. at the CVS. His, their parents probably got their prescriptions and he probably handed them across the table. How are they going to sit there and, and say, we didn't have many evidence. other children to the interact with too. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have enough evidence when we've got you 
on cell phone video pretty much since the first six months because they released him walking across the bridge. They, They released the killer walking across the bridge. They released him talking to the girls, which they didn't release very much. They just down the hill, down the hill. Why didn't they release any more of that? There's so many questions as to why it was done the way that it was done. And like I stated, there were rumors that the girls were posed in some sort of ritualistic. They said the way that they were posed was prominent to the case. They may not have used the term ritualistic, but the way that they were posed held significance. Which yeah, originally, but you you read the the release of the discovery just recently. Yeah, what the defense put out. The defense put out an hundred one hundred and thirty six page um deposition or whatever the fuck it's called, and I read through some of that, which was awful. Uh, I'll probably not read it again because the details that it went into is horrendous. But why in, don't do true crime in that, that reason? They did state that there were limbs and sticks, what have you, placed across the bodies of the two girls that could easily could easily be seen as as symbols and runes. It also said that, um, dude, I don't even know how, how, like, how I want to go about it. There was also uh, a possibility of one drawn on a tree close by. Uh, which, I mean, that, how, I was just going to say that's enough. Yeah, how does that get ignored? Which, I mean, it wasn't. If they would, if if they thought, in my opinion, if they thought that Richard, Richard Allen was the one that committed this crime, after the public outcry, after the national, like, just heartbreak that these two, the murder of these two girls um, said about the entire nation, why didn't they make a move on him? Why didn't, why didn't they... If if he was this monster that killed these girls, why not cage him? You know what? What more? Like how much more of a smoking gun can you have than than a video of him? Well, I mean, it would suggest to me that somebody told him not to, right? Because I mean, you'd think this is my opinion. If it's a small town like everybody's saying that it is, um, a local PD. Could would most likely take that personal unless they and were, want to jump on top of arresting it. Like I we will we watch enough thriller movies and shit that uh law enforcement that don't push too hard might have a lot more to lose than it's possible people may know. I mean, any, anything's possible, dude. People are fucking weird. People but are on the, crazy. On the flip side of that, Alan did confess to his wife multiple times since he was arrested. 
that he was the sole perpetrator. That's what do you like? How do you, how do you, and who knows who got to him? Cause he didn't do that immediately. There's a picture of him. Well, there'd sitting. be a reason. And there'd be a reason he took the hit that he's not going to do it for no reason. There is, he's got a daughter their age. There could be a threat there. There's a picture of him. It could, be, it could and, be in his, in his belief system now though. You know what I mean? That, you know, I must sacrifice myself for the greater, greater cause, so to speak. It, it, there could be so many different reasons as to why he took that hit. And I mean, he very, he very well could have been part of the, the rich, the ritualistic aspect. You know what I mean? He oh, could yeah. have had his hands in it just as much as anybody else. There's a picture of him sitting with his family eating dinner and the one and the police sketch of the murderers sitting in the background on the restaurant. It's fucked. I don't know, man. Yeah. But, but then again, you hear these hold up towns having culty fucking. Well, that's what I said. Look at, look like at the backgrounds. Look at the rainwater case from Missouri two years ago. That girl was cut up and put in a freezer. Like cannibalistic con- connotations all over that thing. The only reason they found out was because the dude gave his cell phone to the police and there were pictures of her chained up in a cage in their backyard. I do not understand how people can be so vicious. You can't, you can't tell me this is, this is like out of the realm of what could happen in small town, the small town Midwest, because it does fucking happen. Oh yeah. Small town in the small town Midwest, small town anywhere. Big town anywhere. Yeah. It's been, we spend all our time looking for creepy shit and hunting monsters when humans oh, are the worst. Humans are some of the biggest monsters. Yep. And they walk among us every day. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope, I hope everybody forgives us for getting so dark there at the end. But, yeah. you know, hey, it is October. It's the beginning of uh, spooky season. So, just keep your Maybe eyes out just this on the case for sure. A hundred percent. You already know. <laughs> I just hope and whoever we have more eyes on it. Yeah. I hope whoever hurt those girls get the hell that's coming to them. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's no, there's no hell bad enough. That's there's no, to me, there's no, there's no hell bad enough for what, what or who did that? I hundred percent agree. There's no, there's no, yeah, there's no, nothing I could imagine bad enough. And I'm a juggalo. I've heard some wild <laughs> stuff. I grew up on faces of death and seen some wild, uh, wild videos on Live Week. And I still can't imagine something bad enough. So, with that being said, I'll let you guys go. I know you uh, want to wrap it up. So, uh, thanks for. Thanks for your talking. Right on, Thanks Twist. Thanks for calling in, man. Stay safe, brother. Always, man. Stay safe, stay weird. Yes, sir. Later, guys. Later. Yeah, it's a... It's a... Horrible case. Regardless. Yeah, well, I don't know. When, when you were explaining it, like, the first thing that popped in my head was Collins Elite. It's It's... How they allowed the dabblement of occult practices to achieve i didn't even think about that like yeah. 
I hope it's not. I hope I hope it's just my brain being in hollow sky mode and not not there's not actually truth behind it. Yeah, I just I don't know. Or even just the curiosity of of cuz look how many FBI CIA groups have dabbled in occult practices. You know how terrifying it would be if some like if you were my boss and you just put your hand across my chest and you're like, wait, 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 Kyle. Let's see how this one plays out. See if it does actually manifest something. It's it's fucked up. I just feel like I feel like if it was just him that did it, it would have been sealed up and he would have been put away long before. I'm sure there are eluding factors that we don't have that clearly indicate more than one person. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot more to the case. We were just kind of going on about yeah. it. Um, yeah. But definitely keep the, the family of those girls in, in your thoughts because I cannot. Even uh, like we kind of suffered as a nation. I don't know that that, that person would make it to prison. Fuck no, they wouldn't. Fuck no, they wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could logically. I don't know. I just. That's why I don't. I don't like true crime because it puts you in the driver's seat of like their parents' seat, you know. And it just. <laughs> it did. Uh, yeah, it's real. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Life, like hundred percent. Something you don't want to think about, but it's something that's always there. Because people are shitty. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, keep. Are you? I hope they're. I hope you're right, brother. And you most likely are. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because a lot of a lot of those guys don't play those games. Re yeah, yeah, that's for sure. There's a lot of guys in there that would love to go see their daughters. Yeah. That aren't going to get to. Yeah. And this motherfucker just took two away. Yeah. So he's gonna get smoked. You know what's gonna happen. He's gonna get smoked. If he's not put in. Like the PC, he's going to get smoked. Yeah. And again, we were just talking on some of the things that were put out. Like, it's just parts of the case that are being brought up. Main, the main thing is keep those girls and those girls' families in your thoughts. Because they've Um, suffered a tragedy that is, is unfathomable. So... And it's constantly in the news light. Like, I can't imagine having to suffer through the death of a child, but having to suffer it over mm-hmm. and over and mm-hmm. over for the no, last sir. five years. That would drive me insane. I would have to move away and never turn a TV on. Yeah, it'd be awful. Um, no, I didn't mean to keep interrupting. No, quick question before we go. Um, so let's assume the narrative gets spun that there's more than one, right? The FBI gets gets called in. I don't know the particulars of the case, but it sounds like a lot of details were stashed away from the public. If you were in charge in that area, what would you do? Would you inform the immediate public that there is more than one or likely more than one? Or would you do what most places do and keep it under wraps? Um, you have, in cases like that, you have to keep 
your cards close to your chest. And let's let's pretend you're uh chief of police. You're the head you honcho. You have to keep you have to keep aspects of the case close to your chest. Mm-hmm. That's why they didn't release the whole video. Like I understand, but if you have him on video leading the girls down to the spot where they were murdered. What more? What are you waiting for? What more no, evidence I'm, I'm, do you I'm need? with that. You know what but I mean? My, yeah, but, my, I'm, I 100% agree. But if it's something of that nature, you have to tread very lightly because you are going to spark panic. If you came out and you said, these girls were ritualistically murdered. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing everybody's going to do? They're going to freak out. Witch hunt. Witch hunt. Anybody that dabbles in any kind of occult, any kind of paganism, they're going to yeah. be the first ones on the chopping block. But. First ones. But, to be fair in hindsight, anyone my, who has children should also be aware of the imminent threat true. in their backyard. True. But you just had two girls murdered. If that's not enough of a threat for you to watch out for your kids, it doesn't matter who murdered them. That's true. They haven't caught him. That's true. He's still out there. They're still that's out true. there. That's true. So that's enough of a threat to, I think, put that to bed. No, no I, in that case, yes. Yeah. I was working under the presumption that dude was caught in custody and then yeah, the, the I, other pieces were moving. However, yes, with a, with a, two women, two young, young women, um, Taken from us. Yeah, that does give you more than enough reason to be like, okay, yeah. I things are like going to get a lot more strict. It's the th- it's the same as um, them holding their tongue when it's a, a serial murder. They don't like they don't like using that term. Yeah, until because it's a it's kind of a double edged sword. Like like you said, do you warn people? Or do you scare people? Or do you, right. like, like, where do you go with that? Right. Um, yeah, I'm I don't glad know. that I'm not in those positions. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I would... I would keep things under my chest until I... I guess we collected enough evidence to start putting it putting it some direction. Um, the only thing I can think of is that they did it this way... Because they were that close to, at one point they were close to nabbing these, these nabbing the perpetrator, right? Right. If it's not Alan, they were trying to get to who it is. Right. Because right now they have, they have Alan on a silver platter, man. If he's the one on the video. Yeah, he's DTA. Yeah, they have him. Or DTR. So, I don't, I don't know. The more that comes out about it, the more that is, it just, it's, it's weird. And if, if this is the defense's tactic to get Richard off and he, Alan off, and he was the, he is the murderer, then let them all fucking roast. Right. Let them all roast. Yeah. But if there is substance to this and Alan, let's say, he didn't act alone or he was part of it or he even if he didn't do it at all like they need to get to the bottom of it the fact that it's even being brought up means there's probably some fire there producing the smoke 
Yeah. I don't know. Unfortunate tragedy that should never take place. No. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Yeah. People that have children just fuck them. Appreciate the donation. Yeah. Much love. Well, this was a long one. I didn't mean to go off on a true crime tangent, but I know it's kind of... It happened. ...big in the uh, news and... The ritualistic culty aspect of it kind of delves into some of the things that we talk about. Um, yeah, didn't mean to end it on a dark note there. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And oh, I forgot. Uh, the Wednesday, the 18th, I think. I will not be on the light, the night shift. I will be kicking it, watching my boys play some football. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, we may have a special guest. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. What we're gonna do. We'll see what happens. Kyle's got it. It's gonna go better than when I had to do it by myself. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, but excited to hang out with you all this coming weekend. When the show drops, it'll be last weekend. But right now, this coming weekend at 40 and Airwaves, we're gonna have all this cool merch for you. So come and kick it. And until we meet again, Hollow Cult, stay safe, stay weird, and keep the Delphi 2 in your thoughts.